Welcome to the New Christian Podcast, where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. Greetings and welcome to the New Christian Podcast. Do I have another treat for you this week? We are going to listen to another broadcast that myself and another pastor did on a local AM radio station. This is different than the last one that we did. This is on AM 1440 in the city of Detroit, and I am co-hosted by uh, with Stephen, Pastor Stephen Perry and myself, and we're going to be discussing the mysteries of God. So stay tuned, and we'll be right, we'll roll right into this broadcast. Thank you for listening in to the Mary Alice Ministries radio broadcast, Detroit. I am Pastor Steve Perry, and I'm standing in for the marvelous, the brilliant, the anointed evangelist Mary Alice on today. And I'm also here with my good friend, Pastor Jim Chambers. Amen. And um, Mary had us on a couple of weeks ago uh, with her 1340 broadcast. And and, um, we were uh, really kind of dealing with uh, biblical hermeneutics. But today we're going to use a little bit of our hermeneutical uh, thought um, on today. But we want to blend it in with the topic today dealing with the mysteries of God. Amen. And I, I think it's a really good topic because, you know, you know, many of us wonder uh, things about whether or not if God is uh, uh, what, what God's plan is for me, what is God's plan for my life. And I think Pastor Jim got some real good solid and myself got some really good solid things. So I'm going to go ahead and read the, the scripture topic first. And then what we want to do is want to go into prayer immediately after um, our theme scripture today is coming from Colossians the first chapter, we're going to look at the 26th and the 27th verse. It says this, it says, Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to the saints, to whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of the myth of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Pastor John, would you go ahead and lead us in prayer? Certainly. Uh, Let us pray. Father, we come before you today and we give you great praise and great honor for a God who is present in our lives, who is active, who wishes the best for us and asks for our obedience in return. Father, we thank you for your blessings. We thank you for all that you do, your mercy and your grace, and for your son Jesus who died on a cross for our sins. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, I want Pastor Jim, could you uh, introduce yourselves, give us your background and how God has blessed you, and even talk a little, little bit about uh, the what you preached a little bit this morning that we're going to go right into the Word. Certainly. certainly. Uh, well, I've been uh, pastoring and ministering since about 2010, 2009. 
and I've uh, I have my bachelor's degree from uh, Rochester University, right up there in Rochester Hills, Michigan. I did my bachelor's there, and I did my master's degree, seminary degree, at uh, Moody Theological Seminary, right over here in Plymouth, Michigan. And I uh, serve a, sub, a suburb church and a couple of other different churches. I uh, fill pulpits and preach. And I had the blessed opportunity to be down in Monroe, Michigan uh, this, uh, this Sunday morning, preaching at Heritage Baptist Church right there down in Monroe. And I spoke on Proverbs chapter 3, knowing the will of God. Uh, and how busy. important that was. He's been busy this week, y'all. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so, and so let's, let's um, you know, we were dialoguing a few minutes ago about mm-hmm. Colossians, uh, the first chapter um, in the 26th verse. Can, you know, can you, uh, now I'm going I'm to I'm uh, give, give my, my version of it after mm-hmm. you give yours and, you know, go ahead and have fun with sure, it. Sure, sure. All right. Well, what we see here is uh, Paul's letters to the Colossians, the Colossians church, And he starts out his letter by talking about the supremacy of Christ. Mm. So our our, uh, topic today is the mystery of God. And Paul's whole uh, concept here in the first chapter of Colossians is he's really talking about the mystery of God is the person of Jesus Christ. Now, now, now pull back a little bit. Uh, Talk a little bit about the supremacy of Christ. And right. what that means a little bit. I think it's important because as we get into this text, yes. you know, you know, just go ahead and talk a little bit about the supremacy. Certainly. Of um, if you've read the first couple of chapters of the book of Hebrews, mm-hmm. that book right there, the first, first and second chapters of Hebrews, really talks about how Jesus is the supreme. He's yeah. over the angels. He's over creation. He's he's the supreme. Godhead, God-man, as we call it. Right. And so he is God in the flesh, come to seek and to save those who are lost. Right, right. And there's a supremacy level there. Now, 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 the reason why I said that is, is because we have to understand that Jesus is Lord. And that word mm. Lord there means he's supreme in authority. Yes. And, and, and I think that the reason why this is important is because we need to know the mind and how God flow and function. Now, some people mm. will, will take this to mean other things, but we know as uh, as believers that Christ is Lord over our life. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Um, Paul's really he gives he gives a really good synopsis of the supremacy of God when when he starts out in verse 15 of chapter one, where he says he is the image of the invisible God. Mm-hmm. The firstborn over all creation, for by him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authority, all things were created by him and for him. Yeah. Now, now the, thing, the thing I like that stuck out to me is that he is the image mm-hmm. of the invisible God. Yeah. And, I, and I think that that's important is because... Um, Everyday believers tend to struggle with one thing more than anything is, is, is God real? Yes, right? and, yes. And, and sometimes because we serve a invisible God, um, some people may lose the perspective of him being as God. And I think it's important that we know that Jesus is the image of God, mm-hmm. as we would like to say, in the flesh, the na- in the natural. Yes. Um, you know, and um, re- really, really good. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and we also, when we look at uh, chapter 2 
The following chapter there in Colossians, uh, Paul tells us that my purpose is that they may be encouraged in heart and unified in love so that they may have a full, full riches and complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures and wisdom and knowledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I want to go back to the 26th verse. It mm-hmm. says, even the mystery which has been hid from the ages and the generations, but now is made manifest to his saints. And then the 27th verse says, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles, mm-hmm. which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Right. Now, now the thing the thing I like about this, because once again, we, we, we see Paul dealing with this issue around Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, now a lot of people may might have thought that when we start talking about the mysteries, that we're talking about the Holy Spirit in this text is not really dealing with right. The Holy Spirit is dealing with uh, the revelation of Christ and who mm-hmm. Christ is, and yeah. and I and I always like to like to talk about like to talk about what is known as the revelation of Christ, because in, the, in a, it's it's so many voices in the land today, um, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody and a lot of people. I say everybody, but a lot of people is looking is really looking for Christ without realizing that that first of all, the reason why God had to use Christ as a mystery was predominantly had to deal with the Old Testament. And through the prophets and things of that nature, and so Old Testament people, when when you would talk about uh, 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 this thing, they normally saw the the saw God uh, in the context of Jesus, typically through the high priest mm-hmm. and through the prophets in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, we no longer you know have high priests because that was what what he used the Jews for. So, so the temple was a model of the church. Mm-hmm. But for those of us that, that are in the body of Christ, it's important for us to understand the supremacy of Christ mm-hmm. and understand that Christ is this mystery that God has available for us that are believers because there's many benefits, not only here naturally, but also when we get to heaven. Yeah. Now, now, me and Pastor Jim, we like to talk a little bit sometime about Calvinist theology. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 now, how would a Calvinist see this text? <laughs> well, uh, obviously, in Calvinist theology uh, versus the Arminian theology, which is just the opposite, right. uh, they would see the uh, Calvinists really have a very high view of Scripture um, and a high view of Christ yeah. and, yeah. And, and how he uh, manifests his saving grace to the elect and how yep. that differs from the yeah, rest of everybody. Now, now when, we, when we start getting into um, uh, uh, Calvinism and Arminianism, mm-hmm. uh, for those of you all that are not familiar with the, uh, the Protestant Reformation, uh, Martin Luther, um, and so when we start talking about Calvin and Arminian, talking about these guys came about a century after mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, Martin Luther uh, kind of changed the Reformation. And so, um, you know, we look at these two as the origins in the context of basic theology. Mm-hmm. So for, for those of you all that consider yourselves to be holiness, you come, you most likely come from the Arminian um, and this is going to surprise some of you all as well. Anabaptists, mm-hmm. uh, 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 um, you know, what, what are those people? Uh, 
uh, the, the, oh man, I can't think of the, the <laughs> name. You know, they they all out there. They, they still doing stuff. Oneness. Two, not oneness. They okay. still doing stuff two hundred years ago. Oh, the Mennonites, uh, um, Mennonites and Amish. Mennonites yes, and Amish. yes. So Armenians fall in that in that in that that line as well as mm-hmm. Methodism. Um, you know, oneness and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of y'all that 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 that, um, that understand Calvin Calvinism, uh, Calvin is a um, is a what, 16th century reformer, mm-hmm. um, and um, you know, um, well, actually, 17th century uh, Reformation guy. Mm-hmm. And um, Calvin is um, you know one of those guys that uh, that that we really consider most of our basic theology from. Now, Calvin wasn't the one that came up with Tulip. Um, you know, but Calvin was the one that, that, that gave the basic theological doctrine behind it. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was a little bit fun because we've been working with uh, hermeneutics for a little bit mm-hmm. to kind of see the difference and, and how and how we go. And here's my take mm-hmm. on what and how, on how I think a, uh, how I think a Calvinist and an Armenian would see this text. Right. Okay. Now Calvinists will more so see this uh, text in the power of the election mm-hmm. uh, theology yeah. and, and and predominantly. Uh, Dealing with uh, the fact that we don't know who God saved, only right. God knows who He saved, and and, and 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 if you are saved and are truly saved, this applies to you. Now, if you're not saved, uh, this doesn't apply to you. Now, in the Armenian context, not yet, right. <laughs> but in the Calvinist context, maybe. But it's not mankind that decide that. That's mm-hmm. a that's solely an operation between God and uh, the and man. Now, mm-hmm. where we come from with this is, you know, um, later on we'll we'll see that that work within within that that context. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really important thing to really think through, you know, uh, uh, with this. Go ahead. Pastor. Yeah, um, and there are base two basic things, and, and I want our listeners to 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 please understand that. That um, when we talk about Calvinism and Arminianism, um, we're not saying that those of us who are Calvinists know who are saved and who are not. Yeah. That's left up to God. Up to God. Um, we are called to preach the gospel to everyone and leave the salvation and God. the drawing of the person being saved up to God. That's not for us to to, to say. Uh, the two big differences between Calvinism and Arminianism is the Calvinists believe that once you are truly saved... And you have accepted Christ, you cannot lose your salvation. Yeah, yeah. You are sealed. Yeah. Uh, and there are many other passages that we can go to that, that kind of reiterate that fact. Arminians, in some cases, believe that you can lose your salvation. You can black backslide, as, as some have called it, yeah. and lose your salvation. That's kind of the biggest. Now, what we want to do now is want to look at how can we use this text to encourage people, mm. you know, um, you know, where they are today. So, so for me, how I would encourage somebody that's 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 listening today. Uh, uh, number one, uh, don't look at your situation and what you're going through today as if as if God is not thinking about you. Mm. Um, 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 the reason why Jesus Christ died on the cross was so that you can. Could, could could have a have a, a connection with God. Not only have a connection with God, but you will have an everlasting connection with Him. Mm-hmm. The exciting thing about knowing that, that that this mystery is is that is that, and I, and I like the way Billy Graham uh, would say it. Mm-hmm. Um, if if uh, Jesus would come after you, even if the ninety nine were good and you were the only one out there, and the wolf is trying to get you. Uh, uh, type of deal. So this mystery, this thing that God has established, is just for you. 
So, you know, if you are a person today that feel like, you know, hey, you know, I don't, you know, I don't feel close to God or, mm-hmm. or you know, I'm having a tough day. I might have made a mistake today. I might have made a mistake last night or whatever. We want you to know if you are saved and you are of God, this mystery, Jesus Christ, is just for you. Yes, exactly. Um, we all understand the fact that once we have accepted Christ, that does not mean that we begin, we stop sinning. Yeah. What we like to say is we we are not sinless. Yeah. But we sin less. less. Yeah. That's as right. we grow in Christ. That's right. That's right. And, and, and I and I and I think for a lot of people are we 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 use our identity uh, as sin. Mm. Uh, and, 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 and and we become more sin conscious in the context of of that. But 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 knowing that Jesus Christ uh, comes into your life um, is, is really an indicator of of you trying to get better um, in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and so you know, and that's where we, we deal with the theology of sanctification. You know, um, sanctification is about growing slowly. It's mm-hmm. not about growing quickly. You know, um, so you don't necessarily have to define your Christianity by your mistakes, right. but you really define your, your, your Christianity by your resilience and, and mm-hmm. your ability to keep on trying to do right. And, and, and you know, that, and, that, and that's how that, that's really traditionally how it goes, you know. And, um, you know, this last thing I'm going to say um, on this, um, um, you know, this morning I was having a conversation with, uh, uh, you know, with someone, you know, about the difference between processes and events. Mm between processes and events. Um, a lot of times when we, when we, our lives is built around events, okay? Right. And so some people like weddings, okay? Some people uh, like like getting the jobs, mm-hmm. right? But, but, but what we don't realize is those are events that suggest that we're going into a process, mm. right? And um, the challenge with many believers is, is that we like events, you know? Um, that's the reason why a lot of us like miracles, you know, because miracles mean that, you know, God is going to heal me automatically from something that I don't mm-hmm. have to deal with it, you know? Um, um, you know, if the doctor comes in like, I'm a type 2 diabetic, you, yep. you know, you are as well. You know, I would like, you know, for somebody to lay hands on me and immediately I don't have to take no more medicine, mm-hmm. okay? You know, but if I'm committed to healing, I have to commit to a process, right? right? And and so it, it's, that, it's that process that really makes me healthy. So healing comes through a process, but miracles come through event. Now, I'm not saying that God don't make miracles happen because right. we see miracles all the time happening yeah. every single day. Mm-hmm. But does everybody receive a miracle? No. Right. So we have to start looking at our, our, our salvation the same way. Um, your salvation is a process. Mm-hmm. It's not an event. Okay, um, when you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and personal Savior, that's the event. But that event was to introduce you to a process, which means to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. So that means you're going to mess up sometimes. Now we're not giving nobody a license to sin. Okay, that's right. not exactly. That's not, that's not what we're saying. Okay, we're not saying that if you cheat on your wife, that that um, that you are free. Okay, you probably mm-hmm. need to sit down. You know, you you probably need to go and apologize. You still need to repent. Okay. Yes. But what we're saying is, is that a person that's consistently in sin, um, it's not up to us to decide that. But typically, if a person lives in in a consistent, unrepentant sin, is probably not saved. You know. Right. Um, you know. But for those of us that are believers, 
we're committed to the process of salvation more so than the event of salvation. Yeah, I, I love what Paul says here in the book of Romans in chapter 12. Right in the first verse, right in the first verse of chapter 12, he says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers, view in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Yes. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's what I, I love that, that phrase, by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is and his good, pleasant, and perfect will. And, and that renewing speaks of process. Yes. Okay, not, not, not event. So as we're talking about this mystery um, in, in, in God, we're still dealing with this issue of Christ being the mystery mm-hmm. um, in this text. But we, 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 we just try to encourage the, the everyday believer to know that living for Christ is not hard. Uh, 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 trying to do the right things for Christ is not hard. Um, 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 it, it's only hard because um, some of us have not entered the process. We allow struggles to get in our way. That's good. That's good. Elaborate a little bit on that. Uh, I spoke about uh, God's will this morning at uh, church in my sermon today. And, and, and what happens a lot of times when we're trying to discern God's will is we get in the way. Yeah. We, we we seem to have a, a self-centered idea that we can control our lives and control the situation when really everything is falling out of control around us. And, yeah. and we we need God to tell us what is his will for us, what is his mission for us in life as Christians, as new believers and believers who have been uh uh, fellow followers of Christ for any number of time, any number of uh, years, knows that we grow, we sanctify, as yeah. we call it, in a process. It's yeah. a growth process, and really, it never ends until we go home to be with God. Until we go exactly, and and so for, and I notice this is something that's, that's real difficult within the, within the times that we that we live mm-hmm. in. But I'm hoping today that this conversation is liberating somebody that's listening today yes. that, that that may have, you know, quite a few struggles going on, may have quite a few private things going on. That, that, mm-hmm. that first off, you know, uh, when God created Jesus, he had you in mind. Yes. Um, and, and, that, and to me, that's the biggest mystery, mm-hmm. you know, to a lot of people. How can somebody die 2,000 years ago and have me in mind, you know? But that, that, that just goes to show the omnipotence of mm-hmm. God, the omnipotence presence of God. Anyone that, uh, as as Christians, we believe that that life begins at conception. Yeah. So Psalm 139 Mm -hmm. tells us not only the supremacy of God, but also he knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. Yes, yes. So he knew the plans he had for you and I. Yes. uh, And he knew exactly what you were going to do, who you were going to, now we get in the way. Yep, yep, that's right, that's right. So, well, and I, and, I, and, I, and I think that's important. Um, for I know the thoughts yes. that I have concerning you, thoughts of good and not of evil, mm-hmm. and to give you an expected end. Yes. And, I, and I think that's encouraging because, you know, when I think about the expected end, um, you know, we, we tend to think about the prize, mm-hmm. but we tend, we tend to forget that, that that's the end product of it without mm-hmm. us really recognizing that the process that God brings us through is actually to prepare us for his expected end. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Exactly. Yeah. Our one thing I want our listeners to understand too is it's not in the mountaintops that we grow. That's right. It's in, it's the, in the valleys. That's right. So you can rejoice in the valleys, in the struggles, because it's God shaping you into His image. Yeah. And, and you know, a couple of last year I preached. I was uh, preaching um, uh, 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 a sermon. It was actually two years ago. Man, time flies by fast. Mm-hmm. And, and so one of the things that I was, uh, David says, at, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, death, I will fear no evil. Yes. Now, uh, when, I, when I start looking at that word evil, evil means intentional snares, mm-hmm. okay, which is completely different than, some, you know, than somebody uh, else doing something. And in it, I found out that, that, uh, trans, that he's talking about trespass, not transgression. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I'm walking through the valley, I'm not, I, I don't fear uh, trespass. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason why, to, to me, that's powerful, in other words, a trespass, evil is something that's intentionally meant to destroy you, mm-hmm. intentionally meant to kill you, right? And so David said that because I have God with me, I don't, I don't fear somebody that intentionally tries to snare me, mm-hmm. okay? And so David knew these things about the devil. And I think the powerful, the, to me, the, the powerful thing about that is that valleys is where the snares are. Yes. Valleys is where the evil are, especially if you're in the woods and, and you got a hungry jaguar mm-hmm. out there or or last night I talked about the boa constrictor and you was at Amazon and they're mm-hmm. hungry. They they they, they 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 have to live their lives and it's evil to us, but it's life to them. That's the crazy thing right. about it, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, but but David said that that I'm so into God that I can walk through this valley mm-hmm. and I'm not afraid of something evil, no, something nobody can do. Now, to me, that's powerful because I want to encourage somebody today to realize that some people made plan for your right. downfall. And that was my sermon title last night. Some yes. people might intentionally try to put you in a downfall. Some people may say words to discourage you. Mm-hmm. Some people may, may may do different things to stop the things that, that you feel as if that God has called you to do. But mm-hmm. I got good news for you. I want you to take this mystery thought today. That number one, Jesus Christ, that he loved you. God had you in, 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 in his mind before the foundations of the world. But number three, if you're going through a snare on today, you're having a hard time, you can't pay bills, that God is right there in the valley with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, God will not allow you to go through something, especially as a believer, that he know that he cannot get you through. Now, I didn't say that you would get through, but that he know that he cannot get you through. Okay, and so we have to have that level of trust. We have to have that level of belief that God is with us even in the valleys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I love I love this this quote I heard uh, the other day. It says, "Greater experience, the greater experience of faith, isn't in finding answers, but dwelling in the unknown." Wow, <laughs> that's good. And Say that one more time. It's the greater experience of faith isn't in finding answers but dwelling in the unknown wow wow yeah god's it's 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 really great because our obstacles are god's opportunities Ooh. <laughs> did y'all hear that he said our obstacles is god's opportunity yeah um now and, and, and as you're saying i'm also thinking about something i heard kobe bryant say mm. a couple years ago you know the late kobe bryant yeah uh, he, he said this, he said, he said, people are more concerned about 
the 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 opportunity mm-hmm. without forgetting it, for, without realizing that it's about the journey. Yes, and, and and the journey is unknown. The process is unknown. We don't always know if we're going to succeed. We don't know, always know if we're going to going to end. Mm-hmm. But I like it because what it does it gives God an opportunity to prove that He's with us. Exactly. That, yes. That, that He's going to always. He make never it right. leaves us or will forsake us. us. Yes. yes. And it's it's. As believers, this is what we base our lives on. Mm-hmm. This is this faith and trust in Christ. This yeah. faith and trust in God um, by way through His Holy Spirit. Because well. He is supreme. He is supreme. Yeah. You know, and and we and we have to keep this focus. We have to keep this in our our day. And, and every day, and even if the day is your best day, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that tomorrow you're going to feel the same way. Right. So the reason why we why we have a Bible, the reason why we have Radio programs like this, and we have women of God like like um, Evangelist Mary Alice on here preaching, is to bring to be a reminder of you that you can make it. It don't yes. matter. It, listen, listen, I can't say this enough that you can make it. You can make it through this valley. You can make it through this hard time. You can make it through this mystery. You just have to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You know, and um, you know, so we we're excited about about this. Listen, y'all. It's almost time is almost up. But we most what we want to do is we want to thank God for yes. this this powerful woman of God, uh, uh, Evangelist Mary Alice. Listen, listen, y'all, uh, uh, y'all stay tuned on Sundays every week between two thirty um, and three o'clock. Amen. And, and uh, just 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 listen to uh, what this woman of God is is consistently teaching and and uh, encouraging and uplifting this community. Yes. Amen. And so we're thankful for all that God has used her for and, and everything else that, that she wants to do in this season. Listen, my name is Pastor Steve Perry, and I'm the lead pastor of Word Encounter Church uh, right here in the wonderful city of Detroit, Michigan. If you guys want to come and hang out with us, you come and hang out with us at Saturdays at 5 o'clock at 2039 East 7 Mile Road um, in the wonderful city of Detroit, Michigan. Amen. And uh, we're thankful uh, that God has blessed us. And so our church is, is not just a church, but we're also an outreach-focused church. Uh, the Lord allowed us last month uh, to be able to do Amazon giveaway and, you know, and uh, all those wonderful things. We've been able to give away food. We probably fed about 500 families this Amen. year. Um, and so we're thankful um, that, that God has blessed our, our church to be able to do such and wonderful things. Uh, Pastor Jim, we thank you for coming to hang out with us today as we co-host today. And Amen. You got your last word. I would love to uh, uh, shout out to the city of Detroit and all them suburbs that are listening to us. <laughs> May you all have a blessed Sunday and the rest of the week. Amen. This is the Mary Alice Show, and uh, we thank you all for, for listening in. We want to tell you God bless you. Bye-bye. So thank you for uh, tuning in to this unique broadcast of myself and Pastor Stephen Perry on AM 1440 Detroit. If you like this kind of content, in addition to my uh, the new Christian uh, podcast content, uh, drop me a note in my Facebook channel and uh, let me know. And I'll try to do more recordings of our uh, airtime as we uh, are on the air. Have a blessed week. I want to thank you for joining me on the New Christian Podcast today. And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm uh, dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter. 
uh, links, links are there. And you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search Preacher Jim C. My YouTube channel will come up and you can message me there. Uh, and I want to thank you for joining us and have a blessed day. Thank you.